Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 113 of the Property Magic Podcast, in which I'm going to share with you how you can secure your next property deal in the next four weeks. This is a great time to be securing your deal. I'll explain exactly why and how you can do it in this episode. Now, if you're not listening to this podcast when it first comes out, don't worry, because there are two other great times during the year which you can also secure deals, and I'll explain about those later in this episode. But first of all, let me explain why now is such a good time. So we're coming into December. This is the time of year where most people slow down, people are starting to look forward to Christmas and having some time off with family and friends. I've done a previous podcast about observing the masses and doing the opposite. And this is exactly one of those examples. So whilst most people are taking it easy and relaxing, it's actually a great time for you to secure your next deal. It doesn't matter whether you're actually buying something or doing a rent to rent or purchase option. It is a great time. So let me explain why. Now, most estate agents are going to become less and less busy. They're going to have fewer and fewer people looking at properties, and so they're going to have more time to spend with you. So this is a great opportunity for you to build a relationship with estate agents. And sellers still need to sell their property. There are less people looking at property right now and in December because obviously people are getting ready for Christmas, but people still need to sell a property. And remember what I said, most people like to sit back and relax and take some time off. Well, imagine you've got a property that you've not been able to sell this year, or maybe you've sold it and the sale has fallen through. So you've become even more motivated. Wouldn't it be great if you could get a deal agreed before Christmas so that you could sit back, relax, and really enjoy the Christmas break, knowing that you've got rid of that problem property. So for this reason, seller are even more motivated when it comes to this time of year. And if you can act with speed and certainty and give them that confidence, you might be able to secure a really good deal. Now, realistically, if you're buying a property, you're not gonna be able to buy it in that time frame. but at least you can agree a deal and start things moving forward. If you're doing a rent to rent or a purchase lease option, well, you could actually get those deals agreed, signed, and everything handed over to you before Christmas. Now, if you did that, obviously you'd wanna make sure you have a period that's rent free because it is difficult to find tenants in December. However, January is a great time to find tenants. People often move around, they start new jobs, they unfortunately might've had difficulty with family at the time, they split up, they separate. And so there's lots of people looking for accommodation in January. So you wanna have your property ready if you're doing a rent to rent or PLO for that January influx of potential tenants. So what do you actually need to do to make the most of this? Well, first of all, let's talk about working with estate agents. Now is a really good time to reconnect with agents. Hopefully you've got some you've been speaking to over the year. If you haven't, 
you want to start going to visit your local agents, actually physically go into the branch, introduce yourself. We've talked about this in previous episodes of podcasts, what you should say, and start to build that connection with them. Now, it's a great time of year to take in gifts to them. You could take in mince pies, boxes of celebrations, chocolates, but you know, don't take that in if it's your very first visit, because I think you were a bit strange. What you could do is go in a few times once a week, and then after a few weeks, maybe your third trip, then you take in some gifts for them because that'll be very close to Christmas anyway. And, you know, they won't have many people who are looking to do viewings. So if you want to do viewings, it's a great way to go on viewings, to meet the agents, to connect them, to speak with them when they're outside of their office. Because sometimes if you're trying to chat in the office, you get other people listening in and people are a bit conscious about what they say. So it's a really good time to build that great relationship with the agents. Now, obviously, the agents represent the sellers. But you can help these agents sell some of their properties and they can influence the sellers to work with you. So as long as they believe you are a credible buyer, they can help persuade the seller to take your offer. So how do you let them know you're credible? Well, a couple of things you can do. If you do have your own funds, I would actually show the estate agent the proof of funds. Show them uh, your phone with the app of your bank account to say, look, here's my money. I'm ready to go with my deposit. Get what's called a decision in principle for your mortgage, a dip. Now, in reality, some people think these aren't really worth anything because it's not about a particular property, but it's more to show that you are mortgageable and that you can move forward. And also, I would even give them the business card of your solicitor who's going to represent you in the purchase to show that not only have you got your money ready, you can get mortgages, you've even got your lawyer lined up. This will position you as a more credible buyer. Now, if you don't have your own money, then I would suggest that you're, you, you're really honest with these people and say, look, I'm looking for deals. I've got a number of different joint ventures. Depending on the property project, I'll go to a different joint venture partner. And when we decide who we're going to do the project with, we will, of course, show you proof of funds to show that we can move forward. So it's better you acknowledge this up front rather than waiting for them to say, so you want to buy this house, let me see the money. You're going, oh, actually, I don't have any money because they'll they'll think you're a time waster and you'll lose credibility. So be honest up, up front with them exactly what you want to do. Now, as I said, this is a great time to be viewing properties. And when you're looking at the properties, you want to be suggesting to the agent. And if you can meet the owner, that's always the best thing to do. Not because you're trying to cut the agent out, but you want to make it very clear to the agent and also to the owner of the property that you want to get a deal agreed before Christmas. Now, you can say you want to do that because, you know, you've got money you want to invest, you want to move forward quickly, and you want to make sure that you can sit back and have a nice relaxed Christmas knowing you've got another deal secured. But really, you're trying to suggest to the owner that you're really keen to move forward. And if you find a property that's right for you and you can agree a price that's right for you, you're definitely going to do this deal. And remember, it's that certainty that these sellers need. And if they are certain that you're going to do the deal, they might give you a great price. And they can then also sit back at Christmas, relax, make the most of the festive period, knowing that they have got this sale secured and this is no longer a problem for them. 
So this is a real psychological uh, tactic we're using here to make the most of the fact that agents aren't as busy as normal, but sellers still need to sell their property and we can get a deal arranged. As I said, there are a couple of other times when it's also good to arrange deals. So the other one is in August. Now, many people, again, take a bit of time off in August, spend time with family, which is really important to do. But it means that a lot of... Um, investors, they assume that, oh, no one's going to want to sell their property in August because they're going to be on holiday. Well, look, we're looking for the really motivated sellers who really do want to sell their property. It's crazy. I know investors who stop their marketing campaign, their landlord letters, their leaflets, their newspaper ads in August because they assume everyone's on holiday. Well, guess what? There's going to be less competition in August because many investors are on holiday with family, etc. So August is a time you should absolutely step up your activity and again, secure some great deals in the summer. And then the other really good time to secure deals is in October. If you are close to a student area, in October, if there are empty student houses in October, once the academic year has started at end of September, the owners of those properties are going to be pretty worried. They're going to be sitting there thinking, oh, my God, I've got no students in my property right now. I'm not going to have any income for the rest of the academic year. Those owners are going to be motivated. Now, some of them might be smart enough to repurpose their properties to rent them to a different type of tenant, to young professionals or working people as an HMO. But many landlords, all they know is student property and they think, oh my God, I've always rented this property out. This year I haven't. What's gone wrong? Maybe there's an oversupply. And guess what? There is an oversupply in many areas, partly due to these new purpose-built blocks that go up. But very often it's the properties that are slightly further out from the university because location is very important. It needs to be very close to the university because students are kind of lazy generally. They don't want to walk too far. So it's got to be close to university or maybe the property is not in great condition. Student accommodation these days is very, very high standard. So what you need to do is look for properties that are empty in October, reach out to those landlords, see if they're interested in selling or doing a guaranteed rent. You can take them on and you can repurpose them. Now, obviously, you wouldn't be able to rent them to students because you will also have the same problem have, having missed the academic year. But you can repurpose them and rent to different types of tenants. So this is a great strategy. And especially those landlords who've only ever done student properties, they think you're a bit mad because they don't know about the other kind of tenants you could rent these properties to. Now, that might sound crazy because you think, well, surely these people have been doing this for a very long time. They're not. They're doing it. Yes, they do when it comes to student property, but people are often so tunnel vision, they can't see all the different strategies that are out there. And hopefully by listening to this podcast, we're making you aware of all the different things you can do in property so you can identify and focus on the strategy going to work best for you. But also please be aware of all these other things you can do and these other opportunities to make money. Most investors leave money on the table, which is a real shame, just because of lack of knowledge or a lack of openness to other strategies. So I do hope this has been useful. I really encourage you to get out there right now, reconnect with some of the estate agent contacts you've got, go and visit them in their offices, go in a few times, then take a Christmas gift in, tell them you're looking to secure something before Christmas, review lots of properties, speak to lots of owners, 
And you will find some people who are prepared to do some deals because they want that peace of mind and certainty and the ability to relax this Christmas. So I do hope you've enjoyed this podcast. As always, I'd ask you if you've liked it, if you haven't given me a five-star review yet, I'd really appreciate that. If you're listening on an iPhone, you can scroll down to the bottom of the episodes uh, where it says leave a review, do a five-star review and say what you like about it. I'd really appreciate that. And it means other people will be able to see and find this podcast. And the recommendation is why not subscribe to this podcast so every Tuesday you get notified when the latest episode comes out. As always, I encourage you to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast you can contact me via linkedin you can follow me on social media and i highly recommend you subscribe to my youtube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free all of the details are available in the show notes until next time invest with knowledge invest with skill